0: Welcome to Coffee House Questions. This is Ryan Polly. Today we're going to be talking about how to kind of train up yourself, your students, your children in the Christian faith. What are some steps uh, that you can take? And I'm going to be giving examples from my seven years of teaching of how I teach high school students and how we can then apply that same concept and those same strategies into teaching Christianity. So it should be a fun podcast today. Now, before I do, I want to tell you about an exciting giveaway opportunity that I have for you. In celebration of the second anniversary of Coffeehouse Questions, My mother, Rose Polly, has agreed to give away 50 copies of Desperate Hope, her book, uh, personalized to you. And so in order to claim your copy of Desperate Hope, you need to go to iTunes, give this podcast a rate, share it with your friends, and then send an email to contact at Questions with your name and address, and I will have a book shipped with you. This is an exciting opportunity to get a free copy of Desperate Hope book by Rose Polly. Uh, You can look at the blog that's posted with this podcast at coffeehousequestions.com I'll give a description and a link to the book you can read about that but there's an exciting opportunity I have for you and only the first 50 get a copy of the book so don't waste your time rate the podcast share it with your on your social media with your friends and family and then send me that email to claim your copy of Desperate Hope book by Rose Polly Now over my 7 years of teaching there's something that I have learned and that is at the beginning I had no idea what I was doing there's something very different about knowing content and learning how to teach it. And so that has been one of the biggest learning things that I've done over the years As I've gone through lots of professional development and, and taken some classes and, and gone through trainings and how to effectively teach and train up students in a specific subject area. And I think that oftentimes I think, wow, why are we not doing the same thing when it comes to Christianity? Why why do we not take these strategies, right? When we're trying to teach Christianity to our students or to our children, or maybe even to ourselves, learn it ourselves. Maybe if we take some strategies that we learn from effective teaching and apply it to teaching Christianity, and we can be more effective in that. And so that's what I want to work with you guys today and go over some questions that we ask our students. And so when we start off in teaching, the first question that we have to ask is, what are you going to learn? Right, What am I going to be teaching my students? If you think back to your time when you were in school or maybe you're in school right now, each class had a very specific topic, right? You're learning biology or chemistry or calculus or theology or whatever it is that you're learning in that class. And that's what you're learning. And, and each class is set up to try to move you and advance you along into more in-depth knowledge and greater, more advanced things, right? You're not learning what you learn in second grade. You're probably not learning the same thing in high school. right? You're, you're becoming more advanced and, and going deeper into these different subject areas. But each class is also very specific. And so at the beginning of each year, I have my topic that I'm going to teach. This year is philosophy of ethics. And then we create our, our plan, and we have to lay out a plan of what we are going to be doing every single week. Here's what I'm going to be teaching this week. Here are the strategies that I'm going to use. Here are the different topics. Here are the main questions. And here are the goals of what we're going to, of, of how we're going to teach this. And everything is laid out very clear. And so we have, we have a plan and then we stick to that plan the rest of the year. And obviously, if there is something major happens, we can shift and adjust that plan as it comes up. But we have, a here's our goal. By the end of the year, the students are going to know this. What is it that we're going to learn? And this helps keep us focused. Right? If, if I'm going to say, well, we just want the students to learn stuff to get them ready for college. And every teacher is just, they're going into classes, learning different stuff in all these different classes. It becomes very jumbled. And it's very hard to learn in that way, right? As, as be, human beings, we like to have kind of the very systematic approach of you learn this and then this and then this. And that way you can kind of put it all together very easily. Helps you remember. So my first question is when it comes to teaching yourself, your students, your children, what is the goal? What is that thing that you are focusing on at this point? Right, we, we obviously want them to learn about God. We want them to learn about Christianity. Do we have kind of a systematic approach where when they're younger, they learn kind of the basics of Christianity. When they grow up, they're learning more how to think and how to rationalize and how to, the reasons and the evidence and all the different ways in which you approach that, right? You're not teaching about the hypostatic union of Christ to a second grader, but, you know, are we teaching that to our high schoolers or college students? You know, when, what time in life are we learning these different things? And so what I want to propose and what I want to suggest is that you, you think of that thing right now what is it that you want to learn? Is it theology? Is it theology proper? Do you want to learn about the doctrine of God? Or is it, you know, the doctrine of salvation or Jesus Christ? Or, you know, is it Christology, Hermardiology, the doctrine of sin? Um, is it soteriology, or I mean, there's all the different studies within Christian doctrines and systematic theology. What is it that you want to learn? Is it uh, your is your focus going to be on biblical theology and working through the books of the Bible, understanding what, how to summarize each book? What is the idea and the theme and the main point and purpose of each book in the Bible? How do the Old Testament, New Testament, how do they get along? Right? What are the different ideas in each book of the Bible? Maybe your topic is going to be on ethics on how do we have a Christian ethic? Maybe it's a Christian worldview. Maybe it's Christian apologetics. The idea is, is, is do you have a focused idea in, in the next few months or in the next year? I want to focus on deepening my knowledge in this area. And I think that oftentimes that might be something that keeps us from really diving deeper into Christianity. We don't really know where to start and we don't just pick something. Uh, maybe we just show up at at Sunday and our pastor preaches on a different topic every single Sunday, and maybe he has a plan that he's kind of working through, but it it becomes very jumbled. And so I think the first suggestion I have in training and, and learning about Christianity is focusing in on what are you going to learn? What is going to be the topic that we're going to focus on in the next few months or in the next year? Now you might be wondering, well, how do I pick a topic? Well, two suggestions. One, what are you interested in? Do you care about worldview, ethics, cultural issues, theology? You know what do you care about? What's interesting to you? Or second, get into a conversation with a non-believer, with a friend, a family member, a neighbor, uh, and have them ask you a question. And if you say, "Hey, I don't know the answer to that question," well, now you have a topic that you can go study. Right. So there's two simple ways that you can start in this process. There's so much to study. But just pick a topic, either one you're interested in or one that's useful because it just came up recently in a conversation. And that'll give you your start on where you need to begin this process of learning this topic. Now, once you have your topic, that then comes to our second question of, okay, well, what do you already know? Right. And in school, we have our pretest. We have, you know, at the beginning of each chapter, I'm going to start asking the students questions, figuring out what do they already know? What do they not know? This is going to give me a game plan on how to approach this topic. Are they interested in it? Are they not? Uh, How can I judge and understand what they know? Also, the pretest is going to help the people see what they don't know. Oftentimes in classes, I'm, you know, we're going to start talking about a certain subject and the students may think, oh, yeah, I already know that. And by giving a pretest test and, and asking maybe some of the questions that are going to be on the test at the end or, or some of the basic questions, it helps the students see, wow, I don't really know this. Uh, one way that I do this in youth groups is with the atheist role play. And I've talked about that on this show before, where I will go into an, a youth group and I will present objections to Christianity and and try to get their responses and see how they respond. And what I find is that most students can't respond very well to the objections of, about Christianity. And the very first time I did it, we got to the very end and one of the students looked at his youth pastor and said, pastor, we need to know this stuff. And he goes, yeah, what do you think we're doing? Right? Oftentimes you, you don't go out and you don't buy a new car unless you think that your car is broken or bad and you need a new one. You don't go buy new golf clubs unless you think that you, there's a problem with yours. You, you don't know or you don't have what you need. Then you go out and you're searching for that new thing. And so oftentimes the pretest not only know, lets the teacher know what to teach, and what you are strong at, what you're not, uh, but also helps the person know that maybe they don't really know it as well as they think they do, right? If you get a forty percent on the pretest, you go, "Wow, okay, I don't really know this topic. Maybe I do need to pay attention here in the coming weeks or the coming months as we go through this information." And so that's going to be a very helpful tip in the pretest. Is once you have your topic, then you start asking those questions, right? And so here's a, a couple ideas: is if you're going to be talking about worldview. One thing you might want to do is go to summit.org and take their worldview checkup, right? This is going to be, I think, a very good way. And I did this with all my students at the beginning of my worldview class as I made them take the worldview checkup. And what it does is is at the very end of asking you a bunch of questions, it tells you how much of your worldview is a Christian worldview, how much is based on Marxism or Islam, postmodernism, new spirituality or secularism. In, in how many worldview influences do you have on your worldview? Oftentimes you're like, well, I've been a Christian for 20 years or 10 years, or, you know, I have a Christian worldview. And you take that check up and you realize, oh my goodness, only 65% or whatever of my worldview is a Christian worldview. I have all these other influences. I need to figure this out. So that might be a good tip for you. If your study uh, and your topic is going to be on apologetics, maybe start off with those objections to Christianity. Well, who created God? Well, how do you explain, you know, the dying and rising gods? Isn't Jesus just a recreation of that? Well, how do you explain uh, the, what about the, the the Bible? Aren't there contradictions in the Bible? Well, God doesn't really exist. Science has proven God doesn't exist. What about God in the Old Testament? Isn't God just an evil, mean bully? How, why do good things happen to bad people? Or why do bad things happen to good people, right? And present some of those questions and see how well either you, yourself, or the person that you're teaching can actually answer those questions. And oftentimes what I found is that we don't do a very good job, Uh, especially if we get into your your topic is theology. If you start getting deep into theology, how do you explain the Trinity without using a heretical analogy, right? The water example, the egg example, those are different heresies. How do we explain the Trinity? Why did Jesus have to die? Not that just he died for our sins. Why did he have to die? How do we get into, you know, how are we saved? some of those deeper questions uh, and theological questions would be very important to ask. You know, how many gods are in the universe? Well, how do you explain that with Jesus, the Father, and the Spirit all being God? How many natures does Jesus have? You know, when we understand the dual nature of Christ, that answers a lot of questions. So here is kind of the second point that I would uh, suggest that we go over is once we figure out kind of what is that focused area that you want to look at? Then do that pretest, find some questions that go along with that for yourself to either figure out how much, you know, or the people you're going, uh, that you are teaching and training, how much do they know about this lesson? The third topic or the third question to ask as you are training up is how are you going to make sure they're learning it? How do you know that these people are actually learning, right? You can, you can stand in front of a class and maybe you've had that professor that just stands up and lectures the whole time and then you leave. And then you've also had the teacher, maybe that's more engaged and, and asking the question, well, how do you make sure that they're learning it? So in my classroom, what we have to do is that every single day I have an objective, right? That my whole goal, for example, I'm, I just finished my chapter on politics, right? And so my whole goal is to help them see the worldview behind politics, right? And how different worldviews affect it. And how should a Christian be engaged in this area in our country? Now, each day I then have my objective as I'm working through, hopefully by the end of the week or end of the two weeks, they have the whole understanding. And so I have my objective on the board. We go over at the beginning class. Here's the goal. Here's what we're going to be talking about uh, this today in this class. And then throughout the class, I'm asking questions. I'm trying to make sure they're tracking with me. I'm getting responses. I'm looking at feedback. And then at the end of the class, I'm going to ask my objective again saying, okay, well, my objective was that you would understand this idea. Who can explain this idea? And you go around and you make sure that the people are able to explain that idea. And then you're working through it. You're making sure that they're learning it as you go along. And so one of the kind of I want to ask kind of four simple questions right here that actually we just went through in one of my most recent professional development days. And it's this is that you have your goal in mind and then there's four kind of areas that you can look for when you are teaching this. What does it look like? If if the students are achieving the goal that you want to do, what would it look like for them to achieve that goal? What would they be doing? Right. So what does it look like? What are you seeing in them? What are they doing? What are you hearing and what are you feeling? Now, this is something as you look in your students, I want to think about the students. If the students in your youth group or if the kids in your house are actually learning and growing deeper in their relationship with Christ, what, what would you expect to see in their lives? What kind of things would you be expecting to hear? You know, probably not just praying all the time, but are they thinking critically? Are they asking good questions? What are they doing? Are they actively engaged in different service opportunities? Or are they plugging into the church? Or what are they doing around the house? Are they loving people well? Are they, you know, those are some of these questions that it might be good to start thinking about of if you're looking at them, what kind of feelings are happening? What are they doing? What are they talking about? What are they hearing? What are they saying? And this will help you kind of judge, are they really understanding this? You know, when you, talk, when you talk about if the topic is Christian ethics and how to think critically about technology and entertainment, after going through these lessons with your students or with your kids or who, with yourself, are you finding yourself or are you finding them starting to think critically about it? Are you seeing them asking good questions? Well, what about this? Or did you notice this part of the movie? Or did you see this kind of influence into the movie? Right, these are so it's gonna be some of those signs that we should look for and we should have in the back of our mind of this is what it would look like if they're learning this, if they're paying attention, if they're really digging deep into this material, and then are we actually seeing those things played out? Are we hearing those things as we go through? And so these are gonna be the things hopefully to to look for as we see, are they actually learning the information? Are we learning this topic? And finally, The fourth thing that we can kind of do as we work through this different information is ask the question, now, have you learned it, right? This is our final test. We put the students or you put yourself to the test. Have you learned it? And this is one thing that I love about Maven, Brett Kunkel's new worldview organization, Maven, that I've joined as a field guide, is that my role at Maven is to lead teams to Utah or to Berkeley on worldview or theological mission trips, right? Where we take a group of students, high school students, and we train them in theology, Christian theology, Mormon theology, and then we take them to Salt Lake City, Utah. We take them out to Utah and they have to get into conversations with Mormons. And they're going to put that theological training to the test. Can they answer questions? Can they have that sort of a conversation? We do the same thing with Berkeley. I just got done with two training sessions. Is Jesus the only way? And is the New Testament reliable? And then we take the students up to Berkeley and they have to get into conversations with Berkeley students on worldview issues. And so if someone brings up, well, how can you really trust the Bible? Can you then answer that question? Were you paying attention during that lecture? And can you answer the person's question of how we can trust the Bible? And so this last part is put it to the test. You know, if you're studying worldview, invite someone over or go to a a, a place in your town, go find maybe a, a, a mosque or a Buddhist temple or go find a, a a different religion or different worldview group and go and and ask questions and maybe try to dialogue and get into a conversation to see if you can answer the questions that you are trying to answer. What were those questions at the beginning of the test that you wanted to hopefully be able to answer? And then you start putting yourself into situations, having these sort of conversations where you're putting it to test. Can you answer these things accurately? Did you learn the information And so these are four steps, four questions that I ask with my students in my process of training them and teaching them valuable information throughout the year. My goal is to teach Christian ethics. Okay, what do I need to do? How do I break this down into chapters? How do I break this down into days to make sure that the students are working through this slowly? You know, what is it that we're going to learn? Let's stay focused on the topic. Then what do they already know? And, and hopefully you're testing them in a way that's going to increase their desire to learn. You're going to help them see that they don't really know it and that they should take the time to learn it, right? Oftentimes high schoolers think, well, I know this stuff. I know this stuff. And it's because they haven't truly been tested. When you start to get into deep theological or apologetic or worldview issues, they really don't know it. And especially if you're doing like biblical theology, you know, have them say, hey, could you... I mean, maybe even just list every book of the Bible, let alone give a short summary of each book. Do you really know the books of the Bible? Or can you just maybe even give just the Bible stories? Or do you really understand what is happening in that book? And how does it fit into the broader, bigger, overarching narrative of God's story uh, throughout history? Uh, What do you already know? then are you making sure that these people are learning it? Are you walking alongside of them, asking those questions, following up on some of these issues, and then finally putting them to the test at the very end, training them for that future test of saying, hey, when we're done with this, we're going to go out. Okay, we're going to spend three weeks studying Islam. At the end, we're going to go to a mosque and we're going to get into a conversation. We're going to spend three weeks studying you know, Mormonism or three months studying Mormonism. At the end, we're going to invite the Mormon missionaries over the house and we're going to have a conversation with them. And you have a test that you're training for. That's what oftentimes gives that incentive to really work hard. You know, if you think back to the time you were in school or when you are now, if a teacher says, you know, we're going to go over this, but I'm never going to test you on it. What are most students going to do? Well, Most of my students, at least, they put a book away. They put their pencil down. It's like, well, if I'm not going to be tested on it, you know, very, very few students, if they know they're not going to be tested on it, are still going to really pay attention at the same level as if they know they're going to be tested. If I say tomorrow you will have a test on this information, they're pretty much all taking notes. But if I go, well, I don't know, I'm I'm probably not going to test you. I just want you to listen. Then pencil goes down. They're not giving that full attention. And so have that test that you're training for. So hopefully these are four different things that you can put into place, right? Have that specific thing, what you're trying to learn. What do you already know about it? Get that incentive. How do we make sure that we're learning it as we go along, that we're recalling that information, reviewing it, and then having that test at the end to make sure, hey, I really learned this stuff. I'm diving deeper into the Christian faith. And when you're done with that, move on to the next topic. There's always something more that you can learn and dive deeper into. And hopefully this will give a strategy to really teach Christianity and help people understand the basics and the foundations of Christian worldview, Christian theology, and Christian apologetics. Well, I hope you enjoyed the show today. Remember that you can always reach out at 714-989-6927. Text in your questions. You can also find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at RyanPolly3. Write in your questions at facebook.com slash coffeehousequestions or send in your emails at, at com. Don't forget that there is the giveaway of Desperate Hope Book by Rose Polly. Go rate this podcast on iTunes. Share it on your social media and then send me an email and I'll get one of those individualized copies sent out to you. Hope you have a wonderful day. You've been listening to Coffee House Questions with Ryan Pauley. Stars, you leave, won't hesitate to love will